Hi, this is Mary H.K. Choi, and you're listening to Hey Cool Life, a micropod about mental health and creativity. This is episode 86, and it is May 23rd, 2019. Good morning. Um, It's raining in New York, and it kind of is something of a relief, um, only in that it has been so beautiful lately that this variation just gives me an opportunity to pause, and I'm not, like, being into, like, um, super positive thinking or whatever, but it just, it's a nice reprieve from the pressure to have like the best day um in a way that I usually feel when the weather changes and it's finally the break of winter um I've been dealing with a lot of indecision lately especially around what to do for Memorial Day weekend um It's been really interesting, like, watching my FOMO battle with my social anxiety. And so for the lion's share of yesterday, I just dithered and waffled about whether or not I should go to this big pool party or if I should, um, a pool party not in town, by the way, just like a little bit outside of town. And um, that actually just sent my mind into such a tailspin of like well, am I going to be trapped there? Like, do, can I leave anytime I want? Like, what, what if I'm uncomfortable? Like, what if I bring the wrong things? Like, what if I don't have like, you know, whatever. And then that turned into a whole nightmare of body anxiety. And it was so interesting to watch myself um, freak out because I think at the core of it, I just really think that my intuition early on recognized that I don't have that in me as a social unit. Um, It's So I shared recently that my partner is out of town and as a person who is incredibly codependent and um, with a partner who is very much present and we interact a lot, like we talk um, so much, like in the morning and in the evening and like all the time and... So part of not having um, my partner here actually makes me strangely more self-aware regarding my moods because now this dialogue turns into kind of a monologue with me. Um, It's even funny to even call it a monologue because it's not. It's like literally me talking to myself all day long and talking to the world all day long. Like, okay, what's in store for us? What's going on? Like this that and the other so that actually does have a very interesting um byproduct of me being forced to be really mindful and you know I just really hate my intuition sometimes like I've I've talked about how intuition is quiet like you know everyone talks about gut feeling and I even the idiomatic language around that makes you feel like it should feel like it should be this like recognition that's like that like I don't know stirs your body or something or that that you're supposed to feel it lock into place or something and sometimes intuition for me feels like one option is filled with dread and the other option is just filled with slightly more dread um 
And then I'm like, okay, the one with like maybe less dread is the one I want to do. And so that's really confusing. And I think that as an addict, when you are so used to being trapped in a feedback loop of satisfying very, very short term urges, it dulls your intuition to the point where like um, it's really hard to listen to yourself and it's really hard to recognize what you want like I feel like a lot of the time that my intuition is atrophied to the point of just simple equations like figuring out what I want to do on a weekend becomes so staggeringly difficult and then you have this sort of like intellectualizing on top of that where you're like getting really down on yourself for not being able to make a very very objectively simple decision and some days are just kind of like that and these are the days I've been having and that was the day I had yesterday um I wanted to talk a little bit about the additional uh challenge of not necessarily being with work right now um and I want to really qualify that by saying that um I have work I could potentially be doing but I'm actually leaving for vacation for two weeks in about a week and the notion of like diving into my third book again and like really doing some restructuring and really doing some replotting and um diving into that sort of heavy lifting work really scares me because I have this superstition that if I get into it now that when I revisit it in three weeks or like two and a half weeks, it just won't open back up for me. And I know that, I know that that's not true. I know that that's not how inspiration works insofar as like, again, the language around inspiration, like being struck by it and like the muse and all this stuff really makes it seem like capricious and something that you are um, not necessarily like an active... I was supposed to call it an influencer, but that's not the word I want. Just like an active participant in molding what this is, like it really feels like lightning strikes and then that's when the work comes. And I know that that's not true, but sometimes I just catch myself really believing that. And this is just one of those times. And yeah, there's a lot of what I would call superstition (laughs) that governs the way I work or the way I think about working that fills me with so much anxiety and um, paralysis. And I really wanted to talk about the way that I create these like hierarchies within what constitutes work in a way that really creates resentment or stymies me or else just like makes, it's like the quickest route to like me like losing whole chunks of my afternoon in like social media or like weird internet holes that aren't like inspiration holes it's just more like just grazing just like feeding lazy holes um so yeah like I always like create this like hierarchy and I've talked about it before how much I resent administrative days because I feel like having to do administration makes it impossible for like creativity to come or something and then also how much I prioritize the actual execution of work so like word count days where you're like whoa I I wrote like 2,000 words today versus 
the importance and excruciating pain and labor of actually sitting down to outline, to plot, to have everything in place, to have characters so fleshed out that like it doesn't really allow for you to be too, too stuck in like each character's next action because character should always drive action. Well, in my, I believe that characters drive action. And so knowing your characters oftentimes is the only source of like energy or like um, momentum or like, I just, yeah, like kinetic anything. And so sometimes when I'm stuck, it's because I didn't do a lot of that um, pre-planning and pre-production. And a lot of the time I don't do it is because when I sit down to do it, I start freaking out about needing to already be outputting. And that's just something that is just like... creates suffering down the road. And like, it's not something I knew with muscle memory Um, or through any real experience. It's just something that sort of weirdly made sense. But now that I've written two books, one which took my lifetime, um, which is always like the wonderful thing about first books that you forget when you're working on the second, which is that like you've had your entire life to write the first one and then like maybe a year and a half to write the second one. Um, Well, in this case anyway. And so for my second one, like... I just didn't really have the luxury of really planning it out the way I wanted. And actually, that's not even true. It's that I did not spend as much time as I should have on the second one to plan it the way that I wanted because I got so scared about the outputting. But all that created was like huge turmoil, huge upheaval, complete rewrites on like soup to nuts stuff and I really could have avoided that with just like a dedicated time to plot and I don't even think that that would have like robbed so much time from the actual execution stage but yeah so like that's not something I it's not something I didn't know that I didn't know that not truly So I'm trying to be really, really deliberate and really, really um, uncomfortable with the planning part of this third book. Because truth be told, with this third book too, like, I like, you know, did what's called a vomit draft and I just like puked one up and I was three quarters of the way done in six weeks. And now I'm like looking at it and it's all just a little wrong, like... I've talked about how I'm changing it from the third person to first and now I'm like collapsing you know one of the friends and the love interest and just like very real things are slowly changing and while I'm really really grateful that that's happening I'm also so scared it's so uncomfortable Um, especially as an addict, especially as like a bulimic, especially as like an exercise bulimic and like a binge eater, like everything I do, I fling myself into white knuckle and sort of sort out later when my soul rejoins my body that's by then really battered. Like, and now that I'm like present and mindful and da 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 da, like, man, I'm really just uncomfortable. Like, I really hate not knowing what the book is. I really hate 
having to almost do a couple of sums to see what certain trait or see what certain character would do until the very, very end. And like, yeah, I really do also believe that there are very many styles of working. Um, but there is something really beautiful to like being slower about it. And I think a lot of that has to do with seeing pieces of work that are so clean tight and nimble and the economy of movement the economy of words and just like the economy of characters and each character being so potent and like each character even having an opportunity to change like not as drastically as the protagonist but just like some movement and like in order to make those nuance changes like I just can't I just don't want to fuck around and so like yeah everything used to be so experimental and just like get it on broad strokes figure it out and now I'm really exploring a different path that I think kind of interestingly mirrors what's actually going on with the rest of my other life and the way I'm I'm choosing to be more gentle it sounds like a more gentle way and if I think it's really uncomfortable but if I think eventually it will feel more gentle and I'm very curious around what that's going to produce and that's the other aspect of it like now experiencing a little bit more surrender around it because I think that I have to at some point have enough faith that I'm not a total fraudulent person and that yeah, that I'm just going to be able to sort of see this through in this way that is not the really wild highs and lows and pendulum swings of like euphoria writing days and then like like weeks of depression and not being able to like mold my way out of a problem that I've just bought myself and like, you know, just now being like steady but pretty consistently uncomfortable until something exists and then maybe hoping to like being able to access some like gratitude and like being proud of myself at the end and so that's something I'm trying again I've shared this before but I'll share it again um a a rubric of the kind of slow writing I'm doing has ended up being this book called um, Book Architecture by Stuart Townsend and it talks about um, series and the way the things like the way to hint at things and foreshadow and then deliver and like and then have that be satisfying and that's just not something I ever had the discipline for and so I'm hoping that I have it and I hope it doesn't alter my voice and if it does then and it doesn't do the book doesn't do well or I'm not happy with the end result then man I really have to find some peace around the fact that that was the cost of getting this new data and hopefully you know if as long as I accept it I'll be okay um but that's something I'm working on. Anyway, I hope you have a gentle day. Thank you always for listening. And yeah, try not to, if you can at all, like be so hard on yourself about prioritizing the quote importance of things and just like be gentle and have faith that things will get done and that certain things you can't really put off. So you might as well do them too. 
All right, have a great day.